Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Royal Rumble Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers from What Culture to review everything that's just happened at the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT, Dubai, AW AW Rampage, pay-per-views, Premium Live events we have interviews roundtable discussions and a roundup of the week complete a really good quiz of course on wrestle culture as i said though, joined by phil chambers to review the royal rumble and uh, a rather eventful show <laughs> yeah just a little bit especially that goddamn ending but i assume we'll get to that later yeah I, it's difficult to to express our feelings about this and but we have to i want to try and do it in due course yeah so we should probably start on the kickoff show because we were doing the the live stream and what have you it's currently quarter past six in the morning here in the uk so apologies if we're a bit all over the place (laughs) uh on this one i'm sure me and the dadleys will pick the bones of this premium live event in the coming weeks um but on the uh on the kickoff surprised they didn't circle back to it considering normally how wwe hammer this sort of thing um you had the backstage meeting with the bloodline, and it was all a bit tense. And then Roman kind of says, tonight's the, the big night. I don't care what happened on Friday with the Sokoa, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn stuff, etc. Um, Sammy, you'll be by my side the entire night, which was basically them saying, he's not going to be in the rumble, guys. Yep. Um, and we'd heard reports before we started um, that it was uh, Owens and, and Reigns main eventing. And I will say... I think you and I both thought, okay, uh, it's weird to make a decision to do it like that. And then we also heard Men's Royal Rumble's opening the show. Oh, well, I think that's the first time that's ever happened. But uh, looking back, that makes a lot of sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the Roman Reigns saying, Sammy, you're sticking to my shoulder all night. Jimmy, Jabe, Solaskoa, you can... Twat off wherever the hell you want to go. But you're sticking with me. That was kind of a foreshadowing of, oh, he's probably not going to go out in the Royal Rumble. And and then getting the Royal Rumble out first, kind of getting that out of the way, because you knew that something was still coming later with Roman and Sammy. So that wasn't going to be, like, finished at the Royal Rumble. It was going to be finished later on in the night. So it kind of just took him out of your mind a little bit without actually physically having to take him out of the match. I'll give WWE credit. I think a lot of people, myself included, it's concerned about a potential Cody Rhodes Royal Rumble win is, all right, but he's not Daniel Bryan, or in this case, Sami Zayn, i.e., 
you're risking it all. You're hoping, and it, it turned out to be the case, spoiler alert, um, that Cody Rhodes would be as over he was at the merch table um, <laughs> and people would, yeah, accept the fact that Sami Zayn either had gotten eliminated from the Rumble or in this case wasn't in it. And it, it they booked it well enough that I think putting Cody at 30 was a very good touch for that specific reason. I think yeah. it could have, and it could have played out as well with Cody coming out at 30 of, oh, a bit like Ronda and, and Brock and, and recent winners who come in late. Oh, you come in, chuck out five guys, and that's it. That's yeah. all it takes to get the main event of WrestleMania sort of thing. Whereas, well, we'll get into it when we get to the yes, final spot. of Cody's very Rumble. well. I also think just the fact that none of the Bloodline were in the Royal Rumble helped a lot as yeah. well. Because there wasn't even like an inkling of Bloodline storyline connected to the Royal Rumble at all. Yeah. So it was like completely out of sight, out of mind. Um, Gunther and Sheamus start it off. Perfect. Run it Tell back, Triple really. H book this, can't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Run it back to the best match of last year in WWE. piss out of each other. And then the fact that The Miz came out at number three <laughs> and got his arse handed to him. Uh, and uh, uh, my memory's a little hazy because it was so long <laughs> ago. In my mind, he got chopped and beats the Bodron hit so much that he just quit. Yeah. And it, was it... Who was going to do the beats of the bell wheel, whatever what it is? Someone was going to do it first, and then Seamus walked Gargano. along. Like, Gargano. And then Seamus walked along going like, uh, what are you doing? And Gargano <laughs> just basically handed him over. <laughs> um, Kofi came in at four. We're not going to talk about a lot of the spots. So we're just going to talk about his elimination. Yeah. Because they tried it again, and they've overcomplicated again, or something went wrong. Because I, you, I genuinely, I, we've still not watched this back. We should have watched it back before we did the podcast. But like on the show, it happened so quickly, yeah. and they never like did a replay of it at all. So from our point of view, it just kind of looked like he hurled out of the ring head first, incredibly fast into a chair, and everything collapsed. Did he like to land on the chair? I he assume he so was supposed fast. to land on the chair, but he was just hurling into it so fast and everything. Like Xavier just, Woods was there out there, yeah. so I had no idea. Um, then you occasionally just got big lads in to have a bloody big fight. There was a lot of big man slapping men meat. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay, you get trade offer. We'll chuck in a Chad Gable and a Johnny Gargano, but for every couple of them, we'll have a Drew McIntyre or a Karrion Cross, who got eliminated yeah. by Drew again. He did, I mean, quite as quickly in, as well. Getting beaten by Drew, not getting eliminated, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're doing with him, man. I have no idea. I felt uh, maybe I don't know. I thought after watching SmackDown, I was going to say last night, whenever it was, Friday night. Well, I didn't watch it Friday. Anyway, um, <laughs> after watching that, I thought, oh, okay, well, he's going to get his own back in the Rumble and eliminate Rey Mysterio, which yeah. maybe he did. Maybe we'll still we've still got to wait and find out. Um, I guess, but the um, big mystery of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Rey Mysterio was number seventeen and never. Never entered. Dominic came out holding his mask. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, hinted at. I assume there'll be either some social media video of him and Rhea Ripley kicking the crap out of <laughs> Dominic, uh, out of Ray, or like something will appear on Raw. It'll get explained. Yes, I, I don't I sense they know that they, it's, yeah. this isn't necessarily Curtis Axel. Yes. Uh, it just says on Wikipedia, unable to compete. <laughs> um, which many people were after Brock Lesnar came in at number 12. <laughs> yeah, speaking of big men. You you literally said on the stream, I think, but it was like counting down. Well, Angelo, had a Angelo, lot of eliminations, yeah. Angelo Dawkins had come out and he was he, he, looking great as always. Yeah. And then you said, yeah, well, bodies in that ring. Yeah, someone something needed to happen. And obviously Brock Lesnar was the thing that needed to happen. Ran through a bunch of people. 
But before he could run through everyone, who came out next? As he was squaring up to Gunther, As no he was less. squaring up to Gunther, which would have been absolutely brilliant. Bobby Lashley. Big old Bob. I mean, there's your match for WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah, They're absolutely. It Bobby eliminated Brock. Brock went absolutely mental at ringside. Smashed the hell out of the announce table with the steel steps. You wouldn't want to be number 14. You wouldn't, Mr. Baron Corbin, because oh. he got F5'd on the outside. <laughs> well, and then Brock Lesnar continued to just beat up the, like, loads of referees and things and then just wander off through the crowd because he's like, I'm not going back that way, God damn it. <laughs> I love him. He's so good. <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin uh, eventually got thrown back in when Seth came out following him. And, uh, yeah, immediately got thrown straight out by Seth freaking yeah. Rollins. Six seconds he lasted, um, which I've been told... You know, in certain, certain circumstances, can be a long time. Um, <laughs> Ex-Con Dom, yeah, came out after Rey Mysterio didn't come out, like you say, wearing his mask. Uh, then we got Elias, Finn Balor. There was a period here. Um, we'll just cover off now with, I was going to say Damage Katal. That's the other one. That's, that is the other uh, one. It, with, uh, I'm going to self-censor myself because I'm not making any more yeah. work. I'm in the flipping judgment day. Apologies, Michael Hamlet, but come on, it's 20 past six in the morning. Um <laughs> Uh, Damien Priest, Finn Balor, and Dominic Mysterio just ran roughshod over people for a while, didn't mm-hmm. they? Um, in amongst all this, by the way, Booker T came out, uh, technically classed here as brand slash status NXT, which, all right, he <laughs> I mean, commentates yeah, on fair. there. He uh, got a spinner rooney and then got chucked out immediately by Gunther. Yep, that's all you need. Fun, good spot. Yeah. Um, Montez Ford, a very brief show in Montez Ford. <laughs> sure he's, one of these years, man. Yeah. Not this year, though. And then at number 24, one of the big surprise returns, Edge. He comes out the uh, Judgment Day. Can't believe what they're seeing. He gets into it, and he uh, eliminates not only um, Damian Priest, but also Finn Balor. How are they ever going to get their heat back with Edge? Oh, I mean, immediately. Oh, absolutely immediately, because they just went straight back into the ring and eliminated him. <laughs> and then Finn Balor did his ridiculous celebration on the outside, like he's the greatest guy in the world. Oh, it was so funny, this. So, yeah, Edge and uh, and Priest and uh, Balor brawl up the ramp, and uh, out comes Rhea Ripley, Mammy. Oh, my God. Uh, to attack uh, Edge... Who will come to his aid? Who, who, who? Beth Phoenix, of course. Not making a re appearance in the Women's Royal Rumble no. itself. Just appearing here to beat the hell out of Rhea Ripley and spear her on the outside on the like, oh. on their apron and things. Uh, it's, it's good stuff. Everything to do with the Judgment Day is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, ex-condom without his mates in there. Didn't last much longer, if no, I'm perfectly obviously. honest. Sad times. Uh, oh, Omos and Braun Strowman did big guy stuff. Yeah. I forgot to mention that on what went down. I think they will be all right. Yeah, then we'll be fine. Uh, Dom gets <laughs> hoyed out. Um, and then we get another surprise at 29. The freak of nature, who I'll swear was injured with like a horrific knee injury after his title match. Yeah. I thought I wasn't going to see him till at best mania. Um and someone who is the rookie of the year for last year, in my opinion, Logan Paul. Yeah, absolutely. He came out. He was. I think. Well, I hope he's accepted his fate as being a heel because he's just gonna get <laughs> unless food. it's Saudi Arabia. So, as much as you might like to get cheered, Logan, it's not gonna happen. No. Nope. So just settle into your fate as a heel. Uh, but he seems to be playing up to it a bit more and a bit more comfortable with it than he has done in the past. Uh, but I mean, his biggest thing. The, the, had one of the spots of the entire oh. night when he's just like squaring up to it and go on. 
Oh my god! There it is. Uh, him and Ricochet were both on the outside uh, on the ring aprons on completely opposite side of the rings, and then we just yelling at each other for a bit, and then decided to both springboard at each <laughs> other and just collide like insanely oh. right in the middle of the ring in midair. It was genuinely incredible. It was astonishing that, and uh... <laughs> it's so dumb, but it just looked amazing. And then there was a bit where you and I. I can't remember who it was who got eliminated. Let's say uh, Braun oh. Strowman or, or Ricochet or whoever it may be. They get eliminated. And me and you go, oh, Logan Paul's on the outside. Oh, I <laughs> guess he must be eliminated. Yeah. So we thought the final four were entrant number 30, Cody Rhodes, of course. Of course. Entrant number one, Gunther. Seth uh, Rollins. Seth Rollins. Of course. And Austin Theory. Yeah. And Austin Theory gets hoyed out, I think, by Cody, yeah, yeah. Uh, after maybe a crossroads or something like that. Yeah. And, you, okay, here we are again, Rollins and Rhodes, and they go back and forth, and there's one point where they both, actually, where they both hit pedigrees on someone. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time, I apologize. <laughs> and uh, and then it looks like Seth Rollins is going to pedigree Cody Rhodes, when who should sneak in behind him and hoy him out? But Logan Paul. Incredible. There's your match for Mania. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins would yeah. be a hell of a WrestleMania match. It doesn't appear like Seth Rollins has anything else that's sort of logical and makes no sense. No more US at this title point. stuff, please. Yeah. Um, and Austin Theory's probably got Cena or whatever that's mm-hmm. going to happen with that. That's hinted at heavily. So, like, Seth versus Logan Paul, like, low key would be an absolute banger, I think, for a sort of mid card WrestleMania match. Well up for it. So Logan Paul was part of the final three. <laughs> of course he was. The Royal Rumble. What an sentence to say. Uh, <laughs> Logan Paul got toyed out of there after a crossroads, though, and then it was down to Gunther and Cody. Number and, one and number 30. And we said on the stream, this is comparable to Michaels and Taker in terms of the match within a match. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of anyone having any doubts at all about Cody's readiness to uh, come back to the ring. If there's ever going to be one person that you can put him in there where you're like, okay, yeah, his his, his titty is, is good to go. <laughs> it's Gunther. And Gunther did not hold back nope. with his chops. He went in at him and they went like like five to eight minutes. Like They, they had a proper match. They the certainly didn't think, well, let's play it safe and not just do, you know, not yeah. risk anyone potentially just slipping off the apron and ruining the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, they had a lot of dodgy spots, especially considering Gunther had been in there for like an hour and ten minutes at this <laughs> point. Uh, like genuinely incredible back and forth action, um, like a legitimate scrap, a fight for Cody Rhodes. It wasn't just appearing at number 30 no. and like eliminating a couple of people and winning in like five minutes or something. He was out there for quite a while. Uh, And yeah, a great way to showcase Cody Rhodes being back to fully health, a great way to showcase Gunther. Like you talk about those Iron Man spots and like actually making them worthwhile. Like this is it. This is how you make an Iron Man spot worthwhile from number one to number 30 uh, and go out like he did. He's, He's made, like, yes. and the stuff he's been doing with the Intercontinental Championships has been absolutely fantastic anyway. Like, big things are coming for Gunther. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he didn't lose anything, obviously, by yeah. losing. I don't think anyone obviously anticipated him winning here. But, yeah, uh, what a turnaround. We were talking about his time at Survivor Series. What a difference. Yeah. 
Incredible. Uh, a different person who George Creative makes, basically. <laughs> I also forgot to mention another major return. It happened prior to the Royal Rumble. Pat McAfee ah, is back. Poor. And he got a huge pair because, of course, <laughs> he did. Uh, so, yeah, Cody Rhodes wins the Men's Royal Rumble. He's going on to WrestleMania to face whoever the world champion is. And that was followed by a match we had no idea what to think of. Uh, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Yeah, it was weird. It was bright, but also dark. <laughs> yeah. All the lights were like UV. The ring ropes were absolutely bright. The brightest of bright yellows. I've got a feeling Hamlet will have loved this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it definitely it looked like something out of a video game, and it's definitely going to be in the video game, oh, the yeah. next one. Um, Bray Wyatt came out, he had his lamp and things, and he like had a, looked like he had a bit of face paint on him, but then when the UV lights turned on, like his face paint lit up like he was cosplaying as Jeff Hardy. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it did look really good. Uh, and then they just had a bit of a scrap back and forth kind of match. There was like uh, the biggest thing, I guess, is the announce table. They started like breaking it up like you do when they're about to put someone through it, and it just started leaking green confetti for no <laughs> apparent reason whatsoever. And then they set the steps up next to it, and LA Knight like did a running dive onto Bray Wyatt to smash him through the announce table, and it just exploded in weird green gooey confetti. It was like, you know, for a match that went, according to Wikipedia, five minutes. Yeah. I'll remember this. Yeah, there's quite a lot of memorable little spots like, in there. The kendo fr- stick that was bright oh. and glowing, and Nelly Knight, was, when he hit Bray Wyatt with it, it left the same color markings on Bray Wyatt uh, as the kendo stick. Because otherwise it's just, you know, yeah, brawl around ringside, a few kendo stick shots, a table spot, and then yeah. he did just grab Sister Abigail from out of nowhere, hit it, one, two, three. Yeah. But then that wasn't the end, I suppose, technically. No, there was more after this. But, I mean, in terms of a weird merchandising match that's got a brand deal on. I mean, you can't really go wrong. They'll probably sell playsets for it. They'll get it in the video game and they'll sell a load of Mountain Dew, I assume. So it's probably Brave a putting a blue light on that many wrestling fans. Yeah, well. <laughs> it really, really is, especially with Corey Graves at ringside. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they <laughs> brawled afterwards. Like you say, Bray Wyatt had this makeup on, but then also seemed to get, um, well, he got a new mask, didn't he, yeah. or something, uh, and became, yeah, the unstoppable fiend chasing uh, LA Knight through the the stadium despite and just eating kendo stick shots yeah and they went to like you said like a production area didn't you yeah it felt like it was a callback to like 99 Royal Rumble when uh, Rock and Foley mm. were fighting in the production area and Foley came down and he landed on the production things and then there was a bunch of sparks and things although they went one step further with this <laughs> one because they were fighting around the production area and like we just said on the stream where's Uncle Howdy and then ah oh, there he is on the top of this big tower that's there for no apparent reason mm-hmm. uh, so Bray Wyatt laid out LA Knight down on the all the production surfaces and Bray Wyatt he just kind of stood there looking a bit menacing as Uncle Howdy jumped over Bray Wyatt's head down about 20 feet dropping an elbow onto LA Knight and everything exploded (laughs) that could possibly explode there was sparks there was fire uh, it all went a little bit mad I loved on the the stream people were writing he missed the elbow. Like, <laughs> bloody well better have. He'd yeah. kill him otherwise. It's like people complaining Shane's elbow drop on Big Show off the <laughs> Titan drive. Oh, he actually missed him. Of course he got down dead. He went Wait a second. Him. Did Jeff Hardy swan on <laughs> into some airbags? Well, otherwise yeah. he'd be a pancake. So, yes. And then the camera was looking up at a twisted LA night with Bray Wyatt in the background and then all the weird little characters at the top of the thing. It was all very Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I'll say this about it, right? Yeah. I'd like to see another Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Hey, match. there you go. So that says something. And I want to drink some Mountain Dew Pitch Black too. <laughs> there you Just go. Just putting it out there. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Um, right, then we got the uh, Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss. I'm just going to repeat my take I've had throughout the entire evening. And yep. I you're going to do the same here because the match went seven and a half minutes. It felt exactly like a Raw title match that was told, oh, we haven't got a great deal of time here because we've got to fit in a musical performance by Pissing Hardy. <laughs> um, just go out there, hit your big spots, and then take it home. Yeah, there was really not, nothing else to this. It was a bit back and forth for a while until Bianca Belair hit the KOD. I think Alexa Bliss was about to hit the sister Abigail, and then uh, Bianca Belair... Like reversed it into the KOD, got the one, two, three, very clean, very easy. It was, it was kind of just there. Mm. Like they didn't have enough time to tell any sort of decent story. I don't think the story going into it was massively compelling to make you care about it too much. Uh, and so yeah, it was a little bit disappointing to be honest with you. I guess the biggest takeaway from it is what happened afterwards, because obviously Alexa Bliss had lost. So then she was sat there looking a bit sad, and then on the screen, it started doing all the moth flashes and Uncle Howdy faces and things um, to sort of carry on the sort of spookiness. Do you think you're in control? Of Alexa Bliss. It's like, yeah, fine. It was very... He loved the spooky bollocks. Yeah, it was very, this could have been on TV and probably been forgotten about on TV. <laughs> hey. <laughs> At least there was only five matches. He didn't put the Charlotte Sonya thing on this. This is true. Um, So then it was time for the Women's Royal Rumble match, um, which was started by the woman who declared that she would be 
the number one entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble match. Yep. Liv Morgan was number two. Um, <laughs> Rhea Ripley uh, opened it, went over an hour, got the most eliminations. Um, and fair play, you know, Cody Rhodes winning the Men's Royal Rumble. I, I, I'll talk, we'll talk about what happened in the match in a second, actually, because yeah. I want to talk to you about this. Because I saw some people saying, oh, bloody hell. So predictable. Spoiler alert, everyone, because if I've not said it properly yet, Cody Rhodes wins the Men's Royal Rumble. Rhea Ripley wins the Women's Royal Rumble. What I wanted going into it, if I'm yeah. honest, Sammy stuff we'll get to, because I think what they've done with that, you said um, a really interesting point, I'm not sure if we were even streaming at this point, about people needing a Rumble win. Anyone, you know, you can arguably book anyone in a storyline that takes them to a title match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Some people, you need to go, no, they've, they've won the Royal Rumble, that's how they've got to where they are. Yeah. I think Cody needed that. Sammy doesn't need that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, yeah, people saying, predictable. Yeah, but predictable can be good sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't think that people would be saying, what a Royal Rumble that was, if Dana Brooke and Booker T won. <laughs> Unpredictable, yes. Unpredictable, definitely. But not good booking. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about people needing a Rumble win. It's not just, like, Cody that needs that going forward. It's Rhea Ripley as well. Like, she's not been doing a lot in terms of like actual like women's wrestling storyline she's been doing loads in the judgment day don't yes, get me wrong yes like she's been absolutely fantastic on tv but in terms of like warranting a championship match she's not really done a lot um but uh, despite the bit where she looked like a bit of a clown and by that <laughs> i mean she literally looked like she'd got clown makeup on her nose because it'd been bloodied and it yeah. only just on the tip of her nose well, subsequently, she smeared it everywhere, yeah. I suppose. Make it look a bit more badass. But she looked incredible in this. Uh, and going she, the one to the end. We spotted a bit of a cheat code. Remember when Roman was in the, the Rumble, the one where he had this title on the line, and he literally at one point got taken out by the League of Nations so he could have a lie down yeah. or whatever. We sort of realised Rhea Ripley was doing that, but not in the, oh, what a lazy, you know, what yeah, so-and-so. Lying down for bloody ages. Yeah, yes, you do get to have a lie down if when you're not lying down, you're getting hit with everyone's finisher. Yeah, and immediately as soon as someone comes in, you get hit by something and then you go back lie down again. And then <laughs> someone else comes in, you get back up, you get hit with something and you go back down again. Um, but yeah, she looked absolutely incredible throughout this. And it's like, like going back to the sort of predictability thing, like, that can be good sometimes. Like yes. There can be logical storylines that have been built, like characters that you want to succeed, you want to see go on to yeah. WrestleMania, and this is a way of getting them there. Like That can happen because the final thing is worth it. Yeah, maybe it's just because people have been so used to thinking, well, that's a predictable winner, but Vince is in charge, and if he doesn't exactly. like them or he thinks, oh, that's too obvious, he'll just make... Just, you've got to change your brains now, yeah. hopefully. It's like, do you remember when uh, Shinsuke and Asuka won both of those? That was something, like, I think, like, most people really wanted going into that, but no one kind of expected it because it was what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we got it, and it was what we wanted, and it was great, but... Until like, the matches rolled around at WrestleMania. Until, yeah, yeah, until WrestleMania came around. <sighs> but, like, at that moment, it was like, ah, oh, this is, they've actually given us what we wanted, and that was a shock because it was Vince. Like, this is... They're actually giving us what we wanted because it's the most logical thing going into the biggest show of the year. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, felt like a proud dad watching this match <laughs> because I banged the drum for NXT. No gimmicks. Like, yes, I do enjoy my Tony D's and my Timothy Stradans. <laughs> but I do think that NXT has something to offer. Like, I earnestly enjoy the Chase U segments, for example. Yeah. And this was a real showcase for NXT. Indy Hartwell came in later on, but earlier on in the night, 
Zoe Stark and Roxanne Perez came in, right? And I think it's fair to say you're you're maybe not as connected yep. to NXT as you have been. And I, you know, and Roxanne Perez isn't a difficult sell. Sell is Roxy. Yeah, Booker T's trained her. She's the NXT Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, cool, fine, yep. great. Zoe Zoe Stark comes out, and I go, "Is this Zoe Stark?" And you go, "What?" <laughs> and and then she looked great in there. Yeah, like looked so good. Like everyone says about like maximizing your minutes and things. Like her first like two minutes in the Royal Rumble was like, "Oh, hello, this is someone <laughs> worth watching." And it was like it was instant. Everyone that was like selling for her was selling her ass off. She looked incredible. Like she had the speed and the technicality between behind everything was like on point. It was like ah. Uh, immediately standing out as like, yeah, this person's actually really good. It was like, like, uh, it is genuine. It's exactly what you want from a kind yeah. of NXT. Like this is this person, like cold open into the main roster. Exactly. Um, there was some great stuff with damage Katarl in there. We can't remember which elimination it was. I think Dana Brooke. Yeah. I can't I'm remember. not hundred percent. So it might've been uh, Natalia or someone like that where they did like a triple team, full team effort. Of just absolutely destroying someone. Their head off. Um, and they dominated for a while, a bit like, as I said, the Judgment Day in the, did in the men's. And then it was time for Becky Lynch to come out and even those odds. Yeah. She, would, she, had, a, she had a score to settle. They brawled around ringside initially, as you said, to potentially make up for lost time. Yes, I think the, uh, losing the cage match on Raw may have left a chip on some people's shoulders and they uh, were not holding back. They were showing exactly what they can do. Uh, and that was just the biggest storyline throughout the sort of entire rumble, really, mm. was the sort of Becky versus um, Bailey stuff. Uh, they all get taken out. I think uh, Becky Lynch may have eliminated all of them. Yeah. Um, until she was subsequently eliminated by Bailey. Oh, maybe she didn't eliminate Bailey then. Yeah. Bailey got chucked out by Liv Morgan immediately after that, there of course. Um, yeah, like five people went really, really, really quickly. Nice to see uh, Zia Lee and, and Tegan Knox in there as well. Yeah. And Who eliminated Tegan Knox? Was she the one that took the really nasty bump to the outside on that? She's got. I know. She, I can tell you, she got eliminated by because she just. Kept, she, we're just about to get to the number seventeen entrant who eliminated her, Asuka. Oh, gosh. She just looked amazing. Didn't what was she? it? There was one elimination that was like I can't remember what it is now, and it's going to really annoy me. That was like standout. Holy hell! That was an absolutely yes. brilliant elimination. And I got like. Like up there with sort of Paul London esque like elimination. It was really good. And I genuinely so can't remember what it is. And it's really gonna they? annoy me. Raquel Rodriguez maybe illuminated them. Is it Lacey Evans? I don't know. I can't remember now. We'll have to move on. <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. Someone got me, someone took a rough yeah. old bump to the outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk Asuka because that new look of hers is amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely fantastic. She's been like Hinting on the sort of change recently, uh, but she comes out, she had the kind of like dragon mask kind of thing, uh, like a bit of a different jacket, still like massive and over the top and everything. And still like <laughs> yeah. absolutely brilliant. But when she took the jacket off, she had like the darker, um, like black and gold kind of gear on underneath. But when she took that mask off and the sort of oh. blue and white, like almost Joker-esque um, makeup that she had on the face paint, absolutely brilliant on hell of a look. And again, she's just like, she's genuinely incredible in the ring. Everything she did in there with absolutely everyone 
was so beautiful and so smooth and so vicious. She's absolutely great. I love her so much. Should have given mention as well uh, to Zelina Vega, who came out like a Street Fighter character. Yes. She looked great. With a, well. an actual genuine uh, merchandise tie-in. Yeah. Oh, sponsored by Street Fighter, which is pretty much Zelina Vega's dream come true yeah. right now. <laughs> She's getting like paid to be sponsored by a game she loves, and she gets, gets cosplay as <laughs> it. Perfect. Um, entry 18, Phil. Just says Piper Niven here. No mm, idea. Yeah, not sure. I remember someone called Viper and someone oh, yeah. else called Dewdrop. Uh, Piper Niven. No, no, no idea. All WCPW people. Yeah. You're welcome for fixing the men's Royal <laughs> Rumble, lads. Um, yes, Piper Niven no longer. Did you happy? Which is just... Yeah, the best. Know, she, didn't get, she didn't do it. She got a couple of eliminations. Yeah. But, but a necessary change. Yeah. Um... So you had that, but you, then you also had what happened to Chelsea Green. <laughs> yes, Chelsea Green is back in the WWE. Uh, as she was making her entrance, she was shouting a lot. I think she's going to be quite fun in whatever this character is going to be. Uh, but she got in there and was out of there in like four seconds. Yep. <laughs> so it's not necessarily creative has nothing for you. But yeah. I'm intrigued to see how they do this. But I, I have a lot of faith in Chelsea Green. Yeah, 100%. Being able to pull this off. So... It, and also, I suppose they haven't, like, said, oh, Chelsea Green's coming, Chelsea Green's coming, Chelsea Green's coming, and immediately, whoop. Yeah. This is the catalyst for her character going forward. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather it hadn't been Chelsea Green, if I'm honest. Yeah, but fair. But whatever the character is, I think she can play off this and, like, actually make it a point of the character going forward. Um, so we got a couple of other surprise entrants to talk about here, Phil. <laughs> One of whom didn't realise they were in the Rumble. Yeah, this is a bit weird. And music started playing. Michelle McCool, she was ringside with her daughters. And uh, music started playing. And she just looked really confused. <laughs> and then, even though she was confused with I the situation, she still took her top off and had gear on underneath. <laughs> and got in the ring, was still looking a little bit confused. And then just started fighting some people, even though she wasn't supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, apparently. It was a little bit strange. How do I do this? Oh, I can just eliminate her. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and she looked great in there, though. Like, yes. <laughs> we always say she... Doesn't look, take this the right way, she doesn't look like a legend in there. Yeah. She absolutely. looks like a member of the roster. Yeah, like she's been doing it every day. Do another evolution. Yeah. Just, just putting it out there. Nice. Um, Phil, we did this on What Went Down. I want to do it again because it made me laugh so much. Um, we're going to recreate. So, Michelle McCall comes in at 25, then Indy Hartwell, as I mentioned. You have Sonya, you have Shotzi, you have Nikki Cross. And then who is going to be number 30? They promised some big surprises. We're going to recreate exactly what happened. I'm going to count down, and then Phil's going to say the name of the number 30 entrant, just the way it happened on the Royal Rumble. Okay, ready, Phil? Yep, I'm ready. Ten. Nia Jax! <laughs> <laughs> is this... This has got to be, like, up there with the biggest botch of, like, entrances for Royal Rumble history. Does Kevin Dunn have to have, like, one a year? Like, he misses <laughs> Edge's spear, he doesn't show AJ Styles. Like, this is a bad one. Because it, like, the lights appeared on the ring, like, before the music started a bit. And then the music started. And then the countdown started. Yeah. And then they gave up on the countdown and cut and Nia Jax was already out on the ramp. It was... It was an absolute shambles and really, really funny that it's a like a big return in a number 30 spot of the Royal Rumble and you mess it up this bad. I don't, I, you know, with the, the Edge one, um, they've got a million different camera angles so yeah. they can use that. Same with the Styles one. You look at it now and they just do a really weird sort of big yeah, wide shot. We could it all so it looks brilliant. 
what are they going to do? Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing. It's not going to be ever replayed ever again. Um, heat. Yes. It's got a lot of she heat. She definitely had heat. She uh, not just with the crowd, no. who booing the hell out of her, no. but with every single person in that ring who all ganged up to, I think, literally everyone that was in that ring has a credit with the elimination. Actually, she comes in at 30. Yeah. Indy Hartwell's eliminated uh, just before her. So that's okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. She's the 12th, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> every single person left. Uh, Asuka Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Michelle McCool, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Shotzi, and Sonya Deville team up to eliminate Nia Jax after she got in the face of a few people and headbutted them. And then afterwards, uh, she told them all... <laughs> which was very... It was a theme of the night, wasn't it? Hardy it was, did it at the end of his song. It. A lot of sucking it. Pat McAfee was a sucking it. Um, the people were second. And he fell off his chair as well. <laughs> he did, and he fell off his chair, funny. very funny. Um, let's talk final three. Yeah. Um, Asuka, and then one and two, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, which is amazing. Yeah, really good finish this, I think, for a Royal Rumble as well. Asuka, uh, they were all, like, they'd all gone over the top rope, and they were all on the ring apron. And then, like, Asuka went to miss Rhea Ripley, but she, like, ducked out of the way. She missed Liv uh, Morgan instead. Uh, Liv's obviously doing the blind thing. Oh, no, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but then as Asuka sort of tried to attack Rhea Ripley because she'd, like, ducked out of the way, she spun round and, like, kicked her through the ropes and, like, down to the floor. Um, which Asuka... Um, Asuka had kind of the, sa- the same reaction as, Be- as Brock Lesnar. Yes. This, where it was, like, it, it was immediately respect, and then you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a little bit of thing there. Um, so it left Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan both still on the apron and obviously because Liv Morgan was a bit blind they were fighting a bit uh, but she almost managed to get Rhea Ripley off the side but oh. she like skinned the cat into a hurricane runner and pulled Liv down finish. to win it and then just bit the ropes for a while <laughs> it was really 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 a good finish so I yeah I, I think with both Royal Rumble matches I think there's an argument that you know it got a bit ploddy in the middle yeah. or, or you know it got a bit formulaic the last 10, 15 minutes of both Rumble matches were, I, I'm 100% going to go back and watch later on yeah, today. Yeah, and both completely different yes. at the same time. Like, not even vaguely similar in terms of the finishes. Um, but, there, I mean, there was a few things throughout both of the Royal Rumble matches where you think they could have done a little bit more with things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a few things got brushed over, like, quite quickly that you wouldn't really have expected them to. Um, so I w- I'm not going to like go out there and say they're the best Royal Rumbles ever. No, in, by any stretch of the imagination, I think the finishes for both of them were absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think the people who have won are the exact right choices uh, going forwards, and I had a really good time watching it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, then uh, I think we can get away with this. Um, a little snippet of Hardy's live performance here. <laughs> yep. Real bad. But then we got the main event, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Roman Reigns flanked by Paul Heyman and the honorary use, Sami Zayn, who had to watch oh, some abuse for his former best friend. Yeah, he did. I don't know how much to talk about the match itself because of how earth-shattering what came after it <laughs> yeah. was. Uh, but the match itself was obviously really good. Um, like, Kevin Owens was fired up for this match it mm. felt like it was really sort of back and forth action there was like some really like close two counts for like both guys finishes uh until it boiled down to Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens on the outside and it all went a little bit wrong for Kevin Owens as Roman Reigns just started slamming him oh. onto the 
like corner of all of the ring steps. Like horrible, real bad bumps. He did it twice. It, I dread to think what his back looks like right now because I could not have been comfortable. Like you, you have friends who watch wrestling or used to watch wrestling or stick their nose up when you talk about wrestling or whatever and go, isn't it just like falling onto a big, you know, mattress or whatever? Yeah. And you're like, well, no, it's really not. This is like you see the welts when people do like suplexes onto ladders and ladder matches and things. Like this is. This is the corner of steps. Yeah. They're like 90 degree metal going directly into your back at speed. Twice. Twice. Um, and this was in the round as well. As you mentioned, there was a ref bump. Uh, yeah. And Sammy hesitated getting a chair and there was a bit of that. And then Roman turned around into a stunner and Kevin Owens got a great near fall off that. But yeah, after the step spot, it was only going to be one winner. He sort of br- drags Kevin Owens back in the ring, paintbrushes him a bit. Kevin Owens fires up and just slaps him around. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Kill shot time. Spear. Really hard-hitting looking spear. One, two, three. Roman Reigns retains the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. But let's be honest, that's not what this night will be remembered for. Absolutely not. One of the most memorable ends to a like a pay-per-view in a long yeah. ass time, I'd yeah. say. Uh, they went full story time with this one. It was almost like, right, there's the uh, title match over with. Now yeah. on to Sami Zayn's final test. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, out of nowhere, immediately, the Usos and Solo Sokoa magically appeared at ringside. And they all, them and Roman Reigns, just started kicking the crap out <laughs> of uh, Kevin Owens. They were absolutely destroying him with, like, super kicks. And uh, the Solo Sokoa was doing the thumb stamp thing. I can't remember what it's called. The Samoan Spike. Yeah. Uh, they put the chair around Kevin Owens' head oh. and chucked him into the corner. Um, all over the place with this. And then, magically, uh, Paul Heyman had some... Um, Handcuffs in his pocket. Good law. Like you do. Yeah. Royal Royal Rumble, Kevin Owens, uh, Roman Reigns law. Yeah. There. And they tied him up to the top rope, so he had to like be standing up with his arms on, on both of the top ropes. Uh, and then the super kick party. That <laughs> 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 it definitely wasn't a party for Kevin Owens, because they were they were not holding back those super kicks either. Nope. They were laying those in. They you can put your hands up for that hit one. Hit him a hell of a lot. And it basically boiled down to Roman Reigns was about to... End Kevin Owens' life with a steel chair, yeah. let's say, uh, until Sami Zayn kind of stepped in. Yeah, Sami steps in and says, come on, what are, you, what are we doing here? You've won. You've won the match. You're the tribal chief. Everyone loves you. What are you doing here? You don't need to do this. And Roman Reigns, hang on, sorry. I'm just, I'm just going to press this button. Oh, my God. I was just oh going to say, hammer it, press it more, press it more. Oh, my God. <laughs> says, I don't need to do this. You're right. You do. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? Mainly want to express that. Just point out the person who had the where's the lie <laughs> sign tonight. true, yeah. Um, and Sami Zayn's looking at this, I mean, pretty much corpse of his former yeah. best friend. And he sort of steps back, and they're all like, yeah, go on, Sammy. Get him, Kill Sammy. Kevin Owens. Go on, Sammy. And then he clearly just makes his decision, and he chair shots Roman Reigns to Not the back. Not before Roman Reigns was, like, gaslighting him so much. Oh. Like, he's not your family. I'm your family. I, I love you. Oh, my God. What are you doing to me? So much, Roman. Too much. Um, and yeah, it was yeah. Seth Rollins when he turns on the shield, s the way he connects with Roman Reigns back, and Roman collapses to the floor. Yeah. Roman's se- sell of it as well, where it's like the pain, but then the shock yes. that he's actually done it on his face of like, oh my Brilliant. god, what has he done? And um, 
but Sammy doesn't, you know, get out of dodge or attempt to fight everyone off. He accepts what's coming to him, turns to the, the Usos and says, sorry. sorry, I had to do it sort of thing. And was the first person to attack him, Jay Uso? It was not. Roman Reigns? It was not. Paul Heyman? It was not. Solo Sokoa? It was not. <laughs> it was his handshake buddy, his OG. Best friend. In the bloodline. Jimmy Uso. Didn't even hesitate. Oh, brutalizes him. Solo gets involved. Roman Reigns gets back up and says, I'll fancy a piece of this as well. He ripped apart a lay later on and just cast it over him. Yeah, tore his shirt apart. Yeah, the shirt, yeah. With the steel chair, obviously, numerous times. But where was Jay in all this, Phil? Just in the corner with his hands, his head in his hands. Uh, he didn't really know what to do with himself. Like, it got to a point where they were just absolutely destroying him, and then it was too much for Jay. So he's just turned around. He's just turned the corner on Sami Zayn. It's not been too long. Uh, and then he, he walked out of the ring. He turned his back on the bloodline, had his face in his hands, walking up the rampway, and he left Roman, Jimmy, and Solo to it in the ring. What did you All say? The falling blood, apart. Yeah, the bloodline's falling to pieces, I think yeah. he said on the stream. Uh, is genuinely incredible as a as a moment. Like this storyline has obviously been coming to a boiling point for quite a while now. Oh yeah. Um, and it, we've just been waiting for the moment of when it's actually going to happen. Like how long can they eat this out for before they need to pull the trigger? This was them pulling the trigger in a big ass way. Um, but like, but with ripples that I don't think any of us even expected in it. Like the J thing. Like that's not where I pictured this going. I th- figured it'd just be like the Usos begrudgingly joining Roman Reigns because they kind of just have to. Um, not like an actual ripple in the Usos and like Jay walking out on them. It's something I didn't see coming. Mm. Um, and then just the visual of the very last shot of the show being a dead Sami Zayn and a dead Kevin Owens lying in the ring sort of together again. Yeah. <laughs> Friends, but very much not because they're just dead. Kevin Owens could still be there for all we know. Yeah. He hasn't got the keys. Sides of the thing. And we know the issues that we had with... <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely incredible stuff. Um, amazing. Like, it's five to seven in the morning yeah. here in the UK. Uh, and we're going to do this and then head home. I might have to watch this again <laughs> before I go to bed, mate. I, I can't wait. I, like, It's mad. I genuinely can't wait for, like, Raw and things because of the video package that they pull from this. There's, there's going to be other camera angles that we haven't seen on the yep. Royal Rumble show that show different little details because there always is with these things. Um, like, the things coming out of, like, oh, Sami Zayn was, like, a little bit behind with his ones when they were throwing them up on Raw Triple X. And, like, the little details that are always, like, scattered into these things. There's going to be a lot of that within this. I think the thing for me is... And I'm going to mention her name in this, and I don't mean this to be dismissive of her, because you and I both were kind of hoping she'd show up in the in the Royal Rumble. Gutted that we didn't get Naomi. Yeah. But people I saw afterwards were like, no Naomi, no Rock, no Austin, no <laughs> Punk, some people said. Still yeah. under contract with AEW. But... And yet I don't care because of this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% invested. It's the best storyline in wrestling. It, it It's... It has the potential to be the best storyline in WWE in history Yeah, if they pull this off. And they've done, an, like, another potential major stumbling block here. They have cleared with ease. They have the Elimination Chamber 
in Canada yeah. to come. And the reaction that this was getting, and the Sammy chance, and the F U Roman chance, oh, yeah. and the J chance. As he was walking out, he was like getting massive chants himself. The crowd was super into this. Like, if you use your crowd as a barometer for how successful a storyline is and how many tickets you can probably sell off the back of a match, like, this is hot, hot stuff. Whatever happens with like a Roman versus Sammy match in the future, that's going to be a big show. Yes. And it deserves to be at WrestleMania. It should be at WrestleMania. Just uh, putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, stupendous ending to this show. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on everything that happened on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling uh, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, Miller will be on with his ups and downs later. Andrew Pollard is going to be bringing all the news following this event. Uh, and I'll no doubt get the thoughts of the Dadley boys on this in the coming few days. But for now, this has been the Royal Rumble Review. My thanks to Phil Chambers. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.